JM in the AM. Well, uh, Alan Fagan is with us. We'll introduce him in just a second. Uh, just another comment about the incredible OU Community Fair this past Sunday. I was uh, telling Alan off the air just how remarkable it was, and I'm sure many of our listeners took advantage of the OU's offer to come and explore tens and tens of communities around the country. So a big yes, call to those who coordinated it. Uh, Alan Fagan, of course, is the CEO uh, of the uh, Orthodox Union and uh, joins us live via telephone on this Thursday morning. Alan, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Thanks very much for having me. A pleasure. It, it seems like event after event after event is success after success after success with the OU. Uh, this past Sunday was simply remarkable, and thousands of people took advantage of what the OU had to offer. And I'm sure communities around the country, some of which you visit, will benefit in the long run. So, It was a, uh, it was a great day uh, on Sunday, and I, I think for me the most enjoyable part was just walking around from booth to booth and, and meeting some really remarkable people from communities all across the United States. We had, we had 57 uh, small communities uh, represented, uh, many of them on the East Coast, but as far west as, uh, 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 as, as Kansas and uh, uh, Las Vegas. Uh, it, it was really terrific. Many of the communities had uh, had their rabbis there, their shul presidents there, community leaders. It, it was just a terrific uh, event, and I think they were able to showcase the remarkable work uh, that's uh, being done uh, in in communities that aren't on the radar screen for uh, for most of us, and they are growing and thriving and prospering, uh, and it's it's really terrific to see. Yeah, it's incredible. A lot of Jewish life, even outside of. Uh the New York, New Jersey area. Also, I know this week it's Yom HaZikaron, Yom HaTzmut. You spend some time with the Vice President of the United States. I'm sure you are impressed, especially when it comes to him and his views on Israel. The uh, uh, the gathering at the White House was a really uh, spectacular event. This was uh, the first time in American history uh, that the White House sponsored an event to mark the independence, the anniversary of the independence of the state of Israel. Uh, what, a, what a remarkable uh, uh, achievement uh, that was, and what a remarkable statement. Uh, uh, we had the vice president speak movingly, emotionally, about his love for the state of Israel, uh, the president's love for the state of Israel. Uh, Senator Orrin Hatch, who is uh, uh, the longest-serving uh, senator uh, uh, in the United States Senate, 83 years old, uh, spoke in, in the most uh, uh, moving terms about the mezuzah that hangs on the door of his office in the Senate office building, about the mezuzah that he wears around his neck and close to his heart constantly. Uh, it was just a remarkable, uh, uh, moving uh, occasion. Uh, emceed by our new ambassador uh, to Israel, David Friedman. Uh, uh, the Israeli ambassador, Ron Derma, spoke. It, it was just a magnificent event. I saw some of the highlights. Very impressive. And um, kudos to the vice president and to all that you just mentioned. Well, we learned that uh, Teach NYS, uh, which continues to successfully advocate for the education security and equality of New York's non-public school students have uh, made great progress, especially in uh, in the view of the uh, 2018 New York State budget. Now, Teach NYS is a project of the OU, right? This is an Orthodox Union project. That's correct. It's, uh, it's four years old. It was created uh, through a merger with uh, Teach NYS several years ago and became an OU project. Uh, and since then, 
the advocacy efforts that the Orthodox community has been making on behalf of government assistance to non-public schools, and in particular to our yeshivot and day schools, uh, ha- has really just uh, taken off. Now, um, why was the 2018 state budget so generous? Why was uh, as much uh, funding as uh, was allocated, why was this done um, uh, for the uh, non-public schools? Look, I, I, I think that um, the nature of our advocacy efforts in the last couple of years uh, has taken a very, very different turn. Uh, there was a time when advocacy for the Jewish community, particularly for the Orthodox community, meant uh, having a couple of balabatim, get in a car, go up to Albany, walk around, take some pictures, put them in a newsletter, uh, and feel that uh, we had made great progress. Uh, We decided uh, uh, about two and a half years ago that we needed to take our advocacy efforts in a completely different direction. And what we looked at was the corporate model. When companies, when special interest groups look to achieve significant progress on matters of critical importance to them, whether it's in state government or federal government, they engage in professional campaigns to persuade legislators uh, of the rightness of their cause. That means having the best lobbyists, the best public relations capacity that you can have, the best grassroots support that you can muster. We've done all of those things now for the last couple of years, and we're seeing the dividends of that change uh, today. Uh, in, in, in the budget that was just passed uh, on, on, on the eve of Pesach, uh, just under $300 million wow. was allocated by New York State in its 2018 budget for assistance to non-public schools. Not only was that number uh, a remarkable achievement... Uh, way, but, way more than ever before, right? Uh, more than ever before, uh, by a substantial amount. Uh, so the absolute dollar amount itself uh, we considered to be a significant victory. Uh, obviously, we need to do better. Uh, but we were extremely pleased with the progress that we had made. That's a, that's a real and substantial number. Uh, but there were two components uh, to that or, or included within that uh, amount of assistance uh, that were particularly important to us. One was the additional funds that were set aside for safety and security for non-public schools, and in particular for those schools that were deemed to be at risk uh, of, uh, uh, of terrorist activity. Uh, that number in New York State is now $40 million for non-public schools. And much of that money, we believe, will redound to the benefit of the Jewish community. I'll come back to that in a moment. Okay. The, the other aspect that we were enormously excited about and that we've been fighting for for the last two years and were able to achieve, I think in record time, was the first allocation in the history of New York State, I believe the first in the history of the country, where New York State will now be committing a sum of money to reimburse yeshivot and day schools for the cost of STEM teachers 
math and science and engineering uh, teachers uh, in our day schools, in our yeshivot. This is the first time in history that that's happened. Uh, the amount uh, was uh, uh, not insignificant, uh, but the fact is that we now have the first olive out of the jar. We've been able to create this program. We've been able to get it funded. And our hope now is to concentrate uh, in this upcoming year on taking that number uh, and significantly expanding it. That will redound to the benefit uh, of every yeshiva and day school in the state of New York. So it's a real celebration, frankly. It's a really great achievement and one that the non-public schools and obviously the yeshivas that we are most concerned about are going to benefit from. The allocation is $289 million in non-public school funding, including a record-breaking $40 million for non-public school security. Final budget also includes $210 million for state-mandated services, $25 million for technology, $7 million for immunization, and the creation of a new reimbursement program for science, technology, and engineering and math, the STEM instruction funding. Um, of all these, and of course we could really concentrate on each one of them, but, but which one would you say, uh, aside from the security, uh, was the greatest achievement? Which one to you is uh, most significant? I think STEM is 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 a remarkable uh, achievement. Even though the dollars themselves were relatively small in this first year, right? Uh, this is a first step uh, in a program of historic proportion. I mean, imagine if you would uh, the state covering the cost of math and science education in our schools. Right. Uh, it would be an enormous benefit. Uh, to our schools. It has never happened before. Uh, and as I said, I don't think uh, it exists anywhere else in the country. This was a courageous step uh, by the governor, who was fully supportive of this program, uh, by the Assembly Speaker, Carl Hasty, uh, by the Majority Leader in the Senate, uh, John Flanagan. It was truly a bipartisan effort, uh, and I think uh, uh, really came about as, as a result of an effective advocacy campaign that had us coming in and meeting with representatives of the governor, both sides of uh, the legislature, Democrats, Republicans, and making the case that while 16% of the New York State school population attends non-public schools, mm -hmm. The amount of assistance that's coming to those schools is somewhere between 1% and 2% of the New York State education spend. And that that fact alone was so fundamentally unfair that we have relieved the state of such an enormous cost of education by sending our kids to a parallel school system, parallel to the public schools, that while we weren't looking for 100% parity, that this ratio of having 16% of the kids and about 1% of the funding was just so fundamentally unfair that it needed to begin to change. And I think the legislature is recognizing this. I think they're recognizing the fact that the average cost to educate a child in the public school system in, in New York State is about $20,000 per child. So you think about the fact that 16% of school-age children in New York State are being educated outside of the public school system and thereby saving the state $20,000 for each of those kids, we're talking about billions of dollars of savings. 
uh, to the state. And I think that recognition is finally starting to hit. Uh, and the fact that we have now engaged in advocacy efforts uh, that have been so professionalized so that we can bring that message across clearly and cogently to our representatives in Albany, it's starting to get through and we're watching the needle move. And just, just to illustrate, uh, prior to 2013, not one penny was allocated by New York State to non-public school security. Right. Not a penny. Uh, today, that number stands at $40 million, and we really need to give credit uh, to the governor, uh, who, who met with Jewish leaders a few months ago at the height of uh, anti-Semitic incidents, bomb threats that were taking place across the, stra- across the state. Uh, and he said to us that he was going to make this recommendation in the budget uh, for this year, that he was not going to tolerate anti-Semitism in the state of New York, that an attack against the Jew was an attack against everyone in New York State, that we had no tolerance for that in this state, and that he was going to see to it that appropriate money was set aside for the protection of our institutions, and he was good to his word, uh, and that there is now a new program in place that will have state agencies making security assessments of our schools and our daycare centers and community centers. Based on those assessments, there'll be a grant application process for security funding. That funding can be used uh, both for hard costs, equipment and cameras and uh, uh, fencing and so on, uh, as well as for soft costs, personnel costs for security guards and, uh, uh, and, and security personnel. Uh, so I, I, I think what we're seeing here, uh, Nahum, is very effective advocacy, a real desire by the legislature to start to do the right thing, and increasing amounts of grassroots support. Just a few months ago, at, at, as, as, the, as the budget season was beginning in Albany, we brought hundreds of kids to Albany from Yeshivot all across New York State. The governor met with them. Uh, and so he heard firsthand. He heard from the kids. He heard from their principals. He heard from their parents the enormous burden that's being placed on our parents to support an educational system that is saving the state billions of dollars while at the same time our parents are paying their fair share of taxes and of property taxes that are going to support the public school system. And I think the unfairness of that has now finally uh, uh, taken hold uh, uh, in Albany. Uh, Alan Fagan's with us, CEO at the Orthodox Union. Uh, Alan, curious, what have your colleagues in other states, New Jersey, California, how have they reacted to this news out of New York? Uh, you know, it's interesting. It really varies uh, state by state, and, and uh, it, it varies based on the economics and the politics uh, of each state. Uh, but I can tell you that we have security funding initiatives pending now in California. Uh, There's a $10 million security program that's now passed uh, uh, through the Judiciary Committee in the California legislature with bipartisan support. Uh, There is a program in Maryland uh, that we've been uh, pushing. We had uh, yeshiva parents testifying uh, before the relevant uh, committee in support of the passage of that security bill in Maryland. Uh, There's legislation that was passed uh, through the budget committees uh, in Florida, 
we have a very important uh, battle going on now uh, in New Jersey. Uh, last year, we were able to obtain, for the first time, uh, security funding of $50 per child uh, uh, for non-public schools in New Jersey. Uh, our goal this year is to triple that number to bring it on par with uh, security funding that's provided uh, to the public schools uh, in New Jersey. And, and so we're spending an enormous amount of effort uh, in New Jersey. We've got comparable efforts in Pennsylvania, probably every state with significant Jewish populations. Uh, we now have a, a TEACH network uh, uh, running in parallel with our TEACH NYS uh, network here in New York. Amazing. A lot of progress in a lot of different places. If you would have told this to people years ago, even five, ten years ago, they'd never believe it, that, been this, that there would be this kind of progress and that there'd be this type of funding that actually comes through and that's actually included in the budget. Uh, it really is a remarkable accomplishment. And I assume that these efforts, along with the other state efforts, are going to continue, outside, uh, are going to continue out of the uh, Orthodox Union offices. Uh, right? The more the merrier in terms of those who want to work with you to get this done. A hundred percent. This, for us, uh, is is one of our most significant uh, priorities. There, there's no question in our mind uh, that the entire issue uh, of the viability, the financial viability of our day schools and our yeshivot uh, and the tuition burden on our parents is probably the critical issue facing our community. Right. So we're delighted with the progress that's been made, but our goal, our ultimate goal, is to be able to roll back tuition costs, that there is enough money flowing into the school coffers, not just to be able to hold things steady, which many schools have now been able to do as a result of these efforts, that is, they can hold the line on tuition. We want to see those numbers rolled back so that parents get real relief in the area of the tuition that they're paying. That would be a most welcome development, to say the least. Uh, that's what everyone's looking for, some relief from the incredibly uh, uh, difficult tuition payments. And if down the line that is actually going to happen, believe you me, uh, everybody out there would fight for that, uh, to say the least. Teach NYS, a project of the Orthodox Union, secured a historic victory for non-public schools in the 2018 New York State budget, allocating $289 million in non-public school funding, including uh, non-public school security, a uh, final budget also has state-mandated services, technology, immunization, and, of course, the STEM program funding that we mentioned included as well. Alan Fagan is the uh, CEO at the Orthodox Union. Alan, I thank you. Continued success with all of this, and I'm sure a lot of hardworking people in your organization deserve the credit for this amazing accomplishment. Thanks so much, Nachum. Great to be with you. Alan Fagan, he is the CEO at the uh, OU at the Orthodox Union, and uh, it, it is pretty remarkable to consider the amount of funding that's now going to be taken care of by the state of New York when it comes to non-public school, uh, non-public schools and their students. 22 minutes after 8 o'clock, more coming up on this, um, on this Thursday morning as we continue at JM in the AM. <laughs>